0: What's up, guys? Welcome to another episode of the No Gimmicks Podcast. I'm your humble host, as always, Brady Leonard. Hopefully, you guys had a fantastic weekend. Uh, Yeah, a little bit different today. I realized I've had guests on every show for the last three, three and a half weeks. So, uh, just me today. I'm going to do a little bit of uh, ranting and raving at you guys. And if we have time, I will get to a few questions. Uh, over on Twitter as well, uh, I should have to, have to keep it a little short today, uh, and as always, I will make it up to you with a longer episode on Wednesday. Uh, yeah. Before I get to everything I wanted to discuss today, I need to say hi to our friends and sponsors over at the Aetherverse. Ladies and gentlemen, it is already uh, June 15th. Um, I have no idea how. It still feels like March, but it is already June, and I bet half of you crazy people have not read a single piece of fiction <laughs> at all in 2020, uh, especially people my age, millennials, don't read enough fiction. Uh, and We should definitely do something about that. Uh, yeah, I think you guys are really going to enjoy uh, The Aetherverse. It is a brand new libertarian-leaning sci-fi novel by two great young libertarian authors, Joey DeUrso and Eugene Bryan. I really think you're going to like this story. The story is more relevant than ever. Uh, it makes politics and social satire exciting and fun mixing ideological debates with awesome stuff like space battles and action and violence and all that good stuff has something for everybody political intrigue war stories romance humor it appeals to conservatives and libertarians alike or basically anybody who's a free thinker anybody who's against uh big government and best of all it is fiercely anti-social justice warrior and pulls no punches uh I i think you guys are really gonna like this book um and guys we talk about all the time on the show how the left controls culture you know they they control all of hollywood the media uh the music industry sports everything and and we conservatives and libertarians don't do anything about it. So don't complain if you're not willing to put your money where your mouth is. Uh, pick up the Aetherverse right now. Go to com. That is the Uh And you can order it online right now at Barnes & Noble or Amazon. And I will include the links in the show notes. Uh, guys, please, if you haven't already, please follow us on Twitter at NoGimmicksPod. Please subscribe on iTunes, SoundCloud, Google Play, or Spotify. If you're on iTunes, please give us a five-star rating and a good review. All right. um look i 'm just going to start off the show today by uh by saying this Black Lives Matter is an evil communist organization okay i 'm getting real tired of even people I agree with good people libertarians and conservatives you know, using the hashtag black Lives Matter all the time and I know most of you people using that hashtag and saying black lives matter they, they don 't even understand who this organization is okay and they don't mean they just mean hey I oppose racism of course we all oppose racism we 're all on the same page. We all agree that Derek Chauvin, the the cop who who murdered George Floyd, should be in prison for life. We're all on the same page. We all hate racism, unless you're, you know, just a horrible human being or something, you hate racism. Black Lives Matter has called for the end of capitalism itself. Okay, (laughs) They are literally a communist organization. They've called for the end of capitalism, saying that capitalism is racist, which is, of course, ridiculous. All capitalism is, is is a system of operating an economy where people are free to engage in commerce with each other. That's all ca- Capitalism can't be racist or anti-racist. It just is. It just, free, free markets just mean free markets. There's nothing racist about There's nothing racial about capitalism. So that's just insane. Let's talk about some other things that, that BLM has endorsed. They've called for the end of all private schools, charter schools, and homeschooling. Okay, They are anti-school choice, even though the vast majority, the overwhelming majority of black Americans are in favor of school choice. BLM opposes it. They want every child to be indoctrinated in failed socialist government schools. Absolutely not. I mean, that, that, you really? You want shoulder to stand shoulder-to-shoulder with these people? You really want to keep using that hashtag Black Lives Matter, propping up these monsters? Black Lives here's, here's a weird one. BLM oh, is also opposed to the nuclear family, which makes no sense. They, they say that children should be raised by the community. Uh... No. <laughs> BLM is called, obviously, for reparations for slavery, which is, of course, evil and ridiculous. I mean, it, I mean, who would be paying these reparations? Who would receive them? I mean, not all black Americans are the descendants of slaves, and a lot of their ancestors came here after slavery. And the vast majority of white Americans don't have any ancestors that held slaves. The first Leonard to, to make it to the United States came here from Dublin, Ireland, in 1866. If you know your history, you know that's a year after Slavery was abolished, and the Civil War ended. I mean, my, my family had nothing to do with the, the historical wrongs against black Americans. This is madness. I could go on and on, but B- Black Lives Matter opposes Western civilization generally, and they're just not hiding it. They are communists. They're anti-American. They want to destroy everything that you hold dear. Everything you love, they hate. That's Black Lives Matter. And here's an even bigger issue with Black Lives Matter. It was all founded on a lie. It it was all founded on a lie. Black Lives Matter, the entire movement, is fruit of the poisonous tree. Because Black Lives Matter was not founded after the death of George Floyd, which was a travesty. It was not founded after the murder of Philando Castile. It it was founded after Ferguson... (laughs) It was founded after Ferguson. Black Lives Matter was founded with the, 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 the lie, the hands-up-don't-shoot lie. What happened in Ferguson, Missouri? Was that 2014? Yeah, I believe 2014. Or 2015. Might be 2015. I can't remember. I'll have to look that up. Michael Brown, who was a 17-year-old black kid, robbed a store, uh, and when a cop approached, him, he punched the cop in the face and grabbed the cop's gun. After a struggle over the gun... The gun went off. Michael Brown was dead. That is a that is as justifiable a police shooting as you are ever going to find. Michael Brown was twice the size of this cop. The cop was white. Michael Brown was black. I don't really see why that matters since it was a struggle over a gun, and the cop won that struggle. I'm as white as the first Canadian snowfall, and if I punch a cop in the face and grab the cop's gun, I'm getting shot. Okay? I, you could find the whitest 90-year-old white woman. And if she punches a cop in the face and grabs a cop's gun, she's a goner. Now, hands up, don't shoot. Oh, another thing about the the Michael Brown shooting, there were seven eyewitnesses. No, not seven. There was 11 eyewitnesses. All 11 eyewitnesses were black. All 11 black eyewitnesses corroborated the cop's story and said that Michael Brown did not have his hands up. Doesn't matter to Black Lives Matter. They start their organization with a tagline, the catchphrase "Hands up, don't shoot." They have NFL players going out in the field saying "Hands up, don't shoot." They have uh, an entire set worth of hacks on, ES, uh, on uh, ESPN, on CNN, holding their hands up, saying "Hands up, don't shoot." Really, it didn't happen. It was a lie. All eleven black eyewitnesses said it was a lie, and corroborated the cop story. You can't found an entire movement based on a lie. You can't do that. It's fruit of the poisonous tree. I mean, it's Matthew 7 talks about. Anybody who's a Christian or who has read the the New Testament knows Matthew 7, the the parable of the, the builders, the man who builds his house on a rock and the man who builds his house on the sand. If you start your entire movement based on a lie, based on false information, you just built your house on the sand. And we all know how's that how that story ends. The rain starts, the wind comes down, and the house is destroyed. And that's what did happen, and that's what needs to happen to Black Lives Matter. They started their entire movement on falsehoods. Don't don't be the guy standing next to the don't be the guy standing shoulder to shoulder next to the man who built his house on the sand. We all know how that ends and it doesn't end well. I sure as heck won't be. I'm the frustrating thing is that I, I'm a libertarian who has been championing policing reforms, criminal justice reforms. I championed the first car- the the first step act and all a ton of my most of my friends on the right hated that. And they they fought fought with me on this podcast about it. Most conservatives did not like that. I, I thought it was a good piece of legislation. I'm, gra- I'm glad Trump signed it into law. I've been, I, I recognize there's huge problems in this country with policing. I'm the natural ally of these people calling for changes in, in the way cops do their job. I'm their natural ally. All I asked is that they don't be evil communists. It's like, hey, I'll back you up. Just don't be an evil communist. Don't lie and don't be evil. They were incapable they're incapable of abstaining from evil. So no. BLM is not my ally. They are my enemy. They want to destroy this country. They want to destroy Western civilization. They want to destroy capitalism itself. They're not my ally, absolutely not. I will use. I will absolutely never use the hashtag Black Lives Matter. I'm a na- I'm a natural ally of these folks. Just don't be evil. I hate racism. There's huge problems with the police. I understand profiling. I, I I do believe black people are profiled by the cops. I I mean, look, I've experienced profiling myself, not racial profiling, but profiling. Not all white people look the same, right? <laughs> okay? I mean, does like does a black guy get profiled way more than like your average 50-year-old white lawyer driving a beamer with you know, clean-shaven, short hair, no tattoos? Oh, you bet. I absolutely believe the black guy gets profiled. You know who else gets profiled? Your boy. <laughs> okay? Look, I know we're an audio-only podcast. A lot of you guys might not even know what I look like. You can... I'm not famous, but you can Google me. I, I'm, n- I'm not famous by any stretch of the imagination, but I'm probably the most famous Brady Leonard in this country. So, I mean, I'm in a band. You just Google Southbound Fearing or Google Brady Leonard. There's thousands of pictures of me that come up. I, You know, I'm covered in tattoos. I have super long hair. I have a ridiculous beard. I look like I have drugs on me all the time. I drive an old crappy car. Okay? Like cops, cops don't like your boy, man. The cops, cops are not a fan of Brady Leonard. Okay, like, and I'm not saying I get profiled by the cops as much as your average black guy does. I probably don't. Well, I don't know. Like, I, I don't know. I don't. There's no metrics for that. But I, I surely get profiled more than your average clean-cut white man. So I understand that that exists. I get I get randomly searched anytime I I step foot in an airport, randomly. Imagine that. It's it's random, right? <laughs> Ladies and gentlemen. You know, TSA agents love grabbing your boy's junk. Okay? It is the highlight of their week. Anytime anytime I walk into an airport, all right? I understand profiling. I can I kind of understand it. I look like I have weed on me all the time. That's not true, but I do look that way. I, I get it. I get it. I acknowledge that there's something to white privilege. Like, I'm not one of these conservatives that says, oh, no, white privilege, it's all a lie, it doesn't exist. Now, it's clearly not as as prolific or important an issue as the left would lead you to believe, but, like, of course, of course white privilege exists. Like, right now, you, whatever color you are, is it a little bit easier, whether you're white, black, or whatever? Do you think it's a little bit easier to be white or a little bit easier to be black in America in 2020? It's, it's sure, it's a little bit easier. There are some inherent privileges to being white. I believe that. I mean, it, like, but that's true in any country where there's a majority. Right? I it, like, it, the whites are you know something like 60 percent of the American population. Blacks are about thirteen and a half percent. Like, I, there has to be. There has to be some kind of privilege that goes along with being in, in that heavy a majority in any country in the history of the world. I mean, I'd imagine if there's a majority, you know, if you go to Jamaica, and I don't know, like, I'd, I'd imagine there's some kind of privilege to being black in Jamaica if whites are only 5% of the population. I'd imagine. I mean, I don't know, but I'd, it would make sense to me that if you're in the vast majority racially, there's got to be some kind of benefit to that in, in, in wherever you are. So, like, I acknowledge that. But of course, they can't stop. They can't stop. They can't stop. They can't. See, I just agreed with a lot of things that these people say. We need to weed out the bad cops. And I agree with the conservatives. Like, yes, it is a fact. It's an absolute fact. Only nine unarmed black men were killed by police in 2019. Nine. Not 90, not 9,000, not 9 million. If you listen to CNN, you think it's 9 million. Nope, nine. Nine. I believe there was eight unarmed Hispanics killed by the police in 2019, and 19 unarmed whites killed by the police. That's 36 unarmed Americans murdered in cold blood by the police in 2019. That's 36 too many. That nine unarmed black men, nine too many. It's like the Chris Rock joke from a few years ago. Like you can't have bad apples if you're a cop. If you are the enforcement arm of the state carrying a firearm, you can't be. You can't have any racists okay on that job you can't have bad people that don't know how to use their gun on that job you can't have incompetent cops and his the chris rock joke it was I'll, I'll i'll butcher it but it's something along the lines of you know american airlines most of our pilots like the land <laughs> like some jobs you can't have incompetent people you can't have racist people you, can, I mean, you can't have bad cops you can't have bad airline pilots you can't have bad doctors okay these people like when life and death is on the line when lethal force is on the line you know it, in You're using the cops as an example. You you can't have bad apples. You can't have corrupt public sector unions protecting them. You can't have qualified immunity protecting them. We need to reform those things. We need to weed out these bad cops. Absolutely, I'm on board. Does Black Lives Matter stop there? Of course not. And that's by design. Like a lot of people, even on the right, they're like, "Man, it's such a strategic error what Black Lives Matter is doing." Like everybody's on board. We hate racism. We want to reform the police. But, man, they go too far, and that's just dumb of them. No, it's not. That's the definition of progressivism. Progressivism destroys everything. the, The definition of progressivism is going too far. That's why progressivism is evil. They go too far by design. That's the definition of this movement. You remember Occupy Wall Street back, what was it, five, six, seven years ago at this point? When they started their movement, the, the only the only original stated goal of Occupy Wall Street was to get money out of politics, right? That's a clear cut that's easy to understand. That's something that a lot of Americans agree with. Now, I don't agree with that. I don't agree with getting money out of politics. Actually, I, I'm the opposite. I, I believe all campaign finance laws are unconstitutional. I think they're wrong, and they violate the First Amendment because political donations are speech. I mean, donating money, that's speech. I mean, you money talks, man. But, you know, if you limit what you can donate your money to— you're violating the First Amendment. So I think that's evil, actually. I, I thought I was totally against Occupy Wall Street, but I'm just using that as an example. That's something, you know, that that's a feel-good point, right? That's something that a lot of Americans are going to agree with, get money out of politics, right? Politicians would be less corrupt if they weren't dependent on money, right? Okay. Okay. And then five seconds later, after they found after they found Occupy Wall Street, they're like, "Oh yeah, and also like, you know, don't eat meat and don't drive a car and we're communists and we hate America." And and it's like, "What? Okay, whoa, 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 whoa! You started with a clear cut, concise message: get money out of politics. Five seconds later." You're, like, trying to get everybody to throw away their Bibles and only read the Communist Manifesto over and over for the rest of their lives. It's okay, not on board. Nobody's on board. You're a bunch of morons. And obviously that's what Black Lives Matter is doing, too. They start with, hey, we need to get rid of these bad cops. And then they're chanting, what do we want, dead cops? What do we want them now? Pigs in a blanket, fry them like bacon. Really? So you went from, like, let's get rid of the bad cops to let's murder all cops. Okay, you go from Derek Chauvin hasn't been arrested yet. That's a tragedy. He needs to be arrested right now and charged with murder. And everybody's like, yeah, I totally agree. Evil guy, bad cop. I don't know if he was, at, you know, I don't. He needs to be in prison for life because he murdered George Floyd. And it's unclear even to this day whether or not he was racist or not. If Derek Chauvin was racist, I don't know if he killed George Floyd because he hates black people or if he killed George Floyd because he's awful. Just an evil person, drunk on power. I don't know. I don't know if race had anything to do with it. Maybe. Derek Chauvin has, like, what, 18 previous complaints against him by people of all races. It's insane that this man still had a job with the the Minneapolis Police Department. But, I mean, so race aside, it was ridiculous. But, But they didn't stop when Chauvin was arrested and charged with murder. And then his charge upped to... You know, murder in the second degree from the original charge of murder in the third degree, and then they went to you know destroy capitalism and and defund all police. Right? They can't they can't help themselves. This is what progressivism is. They go from arrest Derek Chauvin, everybody's on board, to abolish cops, and then the president of the Minneapolis City Council, this crazy woman, goes on CNN, CNN, leftist CNN, and the leftist CNN host asks her. Okay, so like what happened? I'm paraphrasing, Obviously, what happens if I'm being raped? I can't call the cops? And she says, well, check your white privilege. You have white privilege if you call the cops. No, you can't call the cops, you're white. You have white privilege. Don't call the cops if you're being raped. So in five seconds, Black Lives Matter went from arrest Derek Chauvin to let my wife be raped because I have white privilege. No. No. I'm not with you. You're my enemy. You're an evil communist who wants to abolish police so that anybody can rape my wife. Absolutely not. Miss me with that nonsense. These people are insane. And this happened within, like, a week. <laughs> this is, like, a, a recent development. This happened all at once. And that's this is, that's the definition of progressivism, ladies and gentlemen. And they know it. It's by design. At the very least, they're shifting the Overton window. And now abolishing all cops is now, like, mainstream, right? And not for, like, principled libertarian reasons, like I might say abolish cops. I don't want to abolish the cops. I'd love to privatize them. I'd love for police to be run by private corporations, not by the state. But I don't want to get rid of cops. I want to get rid of bad ones, racist ones, of course. I don't want to get rid of law enforcement. Just because I'm a libertarian who hates the government doesn't mean I hate the law. I like the law. I just don't like the state. We went from arrest arrest Derek Chauvin to you have white privilege if you call the police when your wife is being raped in five seconds. Do you really want to stand shoulder to shoulder with these people? I won't. These people built their house on the lie that Michael Brown had his hands up when he was killed by a cop. He did not. He punched a cop in the face, and he grabbed a cop's gun. If you are white, black, Hispanic, Asian, green, blue, orange, purple, doesn't matter if you do that, you are a dead man. My goodness. I will not stand shoulder to shoulder with these communist monsters. When the rain comes, the wind comes and their house falls down on their head. I will not be standing there with them. I will be standing against them. These people are monsters. All right, let me get to a couple questions real quick before I leave you here today. Uh, First question. What are your thoughts on allowing the temper tantrum in the Chaz? Just cry itself out. Um... (laughs) I mean, look, like, I know. The, I mean, look, the situation with the autonomous zone, the Chaz in the middle of Seattle, it, it's obviously a super serious situation. I mean, an armed communist, secessionist paramilitary group is occupying six city blocks in Seattle, Washington. And they're all, and there's also, like, I mean, they're like raping the women and assaulting people. They beat the crap out of a street preacher the other day. They're, uh, they're, assaulting business owners. They're extorting businesses en masse. Uh, so it is a serious situation. It's just, they called it, call it Chaz, okay? Like, I, I can't, I I struggle mightily to take Chaz seriously. But, like, you can't, they can't really just let this die off on its own, right? Like, do we even live in a civilization anymore? If we're just letting armed commies take over ma- ma- major American cities? Now, I'm not saying that I want Jay Inslee to, Send in the National Guard to kill them. Well, it's just side note on the CHAZ. <laughs> the Capitol Hill Autonomous Zone. I mean, we all know. Look, we, we're all adults here, probably. Shout out to any kids listening. Um, we all know that if these people were Republicans, they'd be dead by now, right? I mean, that that's like a common knowledge. Like, if these people were right-wingers and a 1,000 right-wingers uh, came to Seattle and took over six city blocks and were hurting people and raping women... It'd be Waco, it'd be Insta Waco. It they wouldn't take a month. Like the National Guard would just slaughter all of them. I mean, it would be they'd all be dead. But and that's not what I want. Like it, it, I'm glad that like the Democrats aren't taking these people seriously because if they were taking them seriously, they'd all be dead. And I don't want that. Like I don't want the National Guard to and the ATF and you know these people to to burn them to death. You know that's not what I want. I want this to end peacefully. But at the same time, they have to do something. Like you can't just let six blocks of Seattle be. Occupied by terrorists, and this is madness. It's like we don't even live in a society anymore. So no, we can't just let it play out. We have to do something. I just hope that something doesn't include, you know, mass death. I'm, I I pray for a peaceful solution here. Next question: Can we create a United States autonomous zone everywhere except for New York, California, Washington, Oregon, Illinois, and D.C. and reinstitute the U.S. Constitution with a few minor changes to reflect modern times? like, for instance, removing all references to legal slavery and with the 16th and 17th Amendments missing. I mean, that sounds great. (laughs) I mean, like, you know, the right Republicans would never lose an election ever again, federally, obviously. I don't know, man. Like, look, I go back and forth. Like, uh, Jesse Kelly, the hilarious uh, conservative uh, uh, radio host down in Texas, I believe he ran for Congress once as well, um, former congressional candidate. He, He wrote an article, I believe, in Red State maybe The Federalist, uh, one, one of those two years ago, like four years ago, I think it was 2015, 2016, uh, I think it was during the, the last presidential election, saying that we're headed towards a national divorce. Like, we can't live together, the right and the left. We want two different nations. We're going to split into two different countries. And, like, everybody laughed at him. I laughed at him. I'm like, no, that's never going to happen. You know, the Constitution will prevail. You know, we will survive as a united nation. I, I don't know. Like, I don't know anymore, man. Like, I don't know. Like, I, I know that... Black Lives Matter does not want the same country that us normal people want. I mean, they want a communist, totalitarian, evil state. And we want a constitutional state. A limited government, free state. So, I, I don't know. You're seeing armed communists occupy Seattle, Washington. You're seeing people burn down buildings anytime they have the SADs. I don't know. I don't know, like I don't know, like I I pray to God that that it never comes to that. I pray to God that we can settle our differences peacefully. But the only way that, like, moving forward, the only way we settle differences peacefully is if the right wins. <laughs> I mean, like the the progressives can't win because all they would do is just oppress conservatives, you know. So it's like those people can't win; they need to be destroyed, you know. And and I don't know. I mean, we haven't had a lot of conservative or libertarian wins lately on a governmental level. So I don't know, like, I don't know how long, how much longer we can keep this country together. I hope forever. At least I hope, I hope we can keep it together peacefully until, you know, my future children and future grandchildren and great-grandchildren have been dead for a long time of old age. I hope it lasts, but I don't know. I I, I do see the point that people like Jesse Kelly are making that, like, we want fundamentally different countries. Not, like, center-right, center-left arguments. I mean, we want, it, it is capitalism versus communism. So I don't know. It may come to that. I don't. I pray it doesn't, but it just might. That's all I got. Thank you guys so much for listening. Thank you so much for the great feedback I've been getting. Uh, that's all I got for today. I'm Brady Leonard. I will be back on Wednesday. No gimmicks.